Hi, this is Donna Otto. I'm so glad you're here today. I want to talk about the pink dress today. I don't normally do this, but I've been thinking about it. I don't ever remember wearing a pink dress. I do remember having a very salmon-colored dress with a hoop skirt that my very, very precious Aunt Dessa purchased for me and my mother would not let me wear. I got to wear it about three times and she was so upset because I really hadn't learned to sit down in a hoop. Do you remember hoops, anyone my age? Or little girls, do you, have you ever tried to sit down in a hoop skirt when it flies up? Well, during this pandemic time, I've been knitting more. Knitting. I came to knit as a girl when my Aunt Pat, who so many years ago tried to show me this rambunctious, loud, talk-too-much little girl whose mom had gone to work to put food on our table after my parents were divorced. And my aunt cared for me after schools, sometimes on the weekend. And she taught me so many things. She taught me to knit and crochet and embroider. She taught me how to sew on a sewing machine. She taught me how to make the best lemon pound cake in the whole wide world. And she taught me how to make bread, but I never made bread as well as she did, or at least it never tasted as good. And I didn't make it very often because I would long for her. She died when she was 42 years old, and that's almost 50 years ago. But the knitting patterns that she left with me are still part of who I am. And that knitting uh, brings me calm. That knitting keeps my hands busy. That knitting provides something that when it's finished, I'm awfully happy to have it. I was talking recently to a friend about dementias and Alzheimer's. And I remember when my mom began evidencing some form of dementia and she was forgetting things and he the doctor talked to me about things that I could do and one of them was to keep my neurons working to knit because knitting is something you have to be engaged with not only your hands but your head then if you have a complicated pattern there are lots of complicated patterns and lots of simple patterns you still have to know whether you knitted or purled now I have to tell you that as a young mother, I one day began to knit something very small, and I was struck with, I wonder who created knitting. I never researched it. But when you think of the fact that someone had one string of whatever and two needles and began to do magic with them, and out came sweaters and coats and hats and mufflers and socks and it goes on and on, blankets. Well, when I took up knitting again as a young woman, I took it up because it was helping me in my time of contemplation with God. It would help me quiet myself and I began knitting prayer shawls. And I don't know exactly how many prayer shawls I knitted, but I knitted them for people that God called me to knit them to and I gave them. I don't remember how many there were. Then I knitted golf club covers for my 
son-in-law, Jason, who still laughs out loud hysterically. I'm not a golfer. I have no idea. and I'm kind of a loose knitter. Those golf clubs. <laughs> you could have put a tennis racket in some of them. <laughs> but he loved them and took them so graciously. Still has them in his golf bag. And then there was the bridal blanket. My daughter had not dated very much. And when she was 29 years old, didn't have a boyfriend, didn't have a guy in sight, didn't even talk about guys. She was very engaged in ministry and loved what she was doing. And God told me to knit a bridal blanket for her. My producer's eyebrow just went up. And I have to tell you that I resisted it. I thought, no, 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 it's just I'm looking for something to do. But I went to this knitting shop and I got this amazing pattern. It's in panels and it's a, a woman who created the pattern herself. There are five panels with six individual patterns. Okay, did you hear me? That means there are 30 patterns, every one of them different. And then they're knit together. And because I was making it as a bridal blanket, I took the top two corners, one at the top right on top and the other one on the bottom on left, and they left them blank like a stockinette stitch so that if my daughter ever did get married, I would have it monogrammed, monogrammed their monogram on one corner and on the other corner, their wedding date. And I started knitting. And this a never saw me knitting. If she did, she never asked me about it. And then she met Jason, and they got married. And at one of her favorite parties, I gave her that bridal blanket. It was so fun. It was so fun, and it was so calming to me. It was calming to do it. I can't tell you that I prayed over her husband every time I did a stitch. I didn't. But I felt like God was calling me to do it, and it was ready. When they got engaged. It was done. It was ready. And then we had grandchildren quite quickly. And so I made a blanket. Nana, that's my name. I made a blanket for Samuel. And I made exactly like one for Eliana. And they both sucked on them until their mother <laughs> had to throw them in the trash can. And then I made a sweater for my soon-to-be grandson. And then I began to knit a pink dress. A pink dress. I don't know why. A pink dress, a beautiful pink yarn, and it had a silk yarn edging on it. And it was for a little girl who was born five days after my grandson was born. And her grandmother and me, the two grandmothers, began to talk about wouldn't it be sweet if the granddaughter and the grandson ever met and they fell in love and they got married and I thought, oh, grandmothers do the silliest things. But in light of that talking, I decided to make this pink dress for this little girl. Hannah. Her name is Hannah. So, I made it. There are things about knitting that engage your mind and your heart. There's a pattern. There's a yarn. There's a size. There are buttons. There's a formal. There's a trim. There's no trim. There's also making a dress for a little girl who's going to spill something on it when it ought to be. It's sort of like an heirloom thing. It takes forever to make a pink dress. But I didn't skimp on it. I loved making it. And it felt like there was something going on wholly inside of me. I never had a pink dress. But I was knitting a pink dress 
the knitting bringing me pleasure, the yarn and two needles putting together something that I gave to Hannah. The pink dress changed me. The pink dress changed me. The woman at the knitting store who <laughs> was very patient with me, and I cannot tell you how many times I would take the same problem in and she would show it to me, and then I would go home and I still couldn't do it. Oh, for the days of YouTube. Now, if you don't know how to do it, just push YouTube. How to make a buttonhole. You can watch it 43 times in the privacy of your own bedroom. No one will know how slow you are learning how to make a buttonhole. The knitting store lady said to me, well, I'll say one thing for you. You're very persevering. <laughs> well, I think the Lord turned me into an artist with that knitting and that pink dress. I think he did because it felt like I had created a piece of art. And when my granddaughter was born and was four years old, I knitted another one just for her, pink with pink silk trim. I wanted to build into her a love for beautiful things, but I also wanted to build into her a love for something that takes time to do it, but when it is done, it is very satisfying. It's very gratifying. I'm very grateful for knitting. I'm very grateful for pink dresses. I'm very grateful that God used the pink dress and the knitting to change me. Maybe knitting's for you. Oh, no, it's not knitting. Maybe it's painting. Maybe it's writing. Maybe there's something within you that will draw out the artistic side. We're all creative because the creative God of the universe created you and there's creation in you. And maybe a pink dress is in your story too. I'm Donna Otto. Thank you for letting me tell you this story of me, something about me, but I hope that it encourages you to see how simple things can be done to create within you an an area that God can use his creativity through you. We are modern homemakers. I'm thankful that you joined me today. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day of finding something to do that will reveal your creativity. 